everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus living life on purpose for him. And when he calls us to positions, they can be really fun, very life-giving positions. And when I think of life-giving and fun and outdoorsy, let's just put it that way. I think of camp. We're about to head into summertime and we're talking with the people who run Camp Sparta, Sarah and Jason Hernandez down in Sebring, Florida. So how are y'all? Great. It's good to be with you. Thanks for inviting us here. We're doing awesome. Talk a little bit about camp. We yes. love fun. <laughs> yes. Y'all love fun. And I love Camp Sparta. So for people who do not know what Camp Sparta is, first of all, I'm sorry. It's awesome. But can you paint the picture of what the campgrounds look like? We do a little bit of youth, a little bit of everything, but our campus looks like uh, 16 cabins that have mostly 10 bunk beds. And then we have some other spaces that are, have suites and apartments and stuff like that. But we hold about 170 at our campus and we're right in front of a beautiful lake. Yes. Okay. So do you guys still have the blob? I don't know. How would you describe it? Oh, yeah. Chips? It's like almost like a giant, I guess, water trampoline Yeah. that you launch people off of. And I would say that's probably the highlight for most people coming, even if they're adults. They love yeah. it. Yeah. Do you still call it the blob? Oh yeah, yes. it's the blob. It's the oh, blob. blob. My good. Okay, so this is 20 years ago. So we're going to talk about some of the events that you all do for adults because you know you guys are more than just a summer camp. But for people who are listening and you want to send your kids to camp, this is a great place to do it. So how does that work? Like, do you just go sign your kid up, or sure. how does? How does it work? Yeah, we offer a couple different things. A lot of times we partner with schools and churches. And okay. so they will kind of organize a retreat and reach out to us and bring their group and people they want to come to our facility. And we kind of act as a host for them with all the activities and the food and the housing and things like that. So that's one way that people get to us. Another way that people get to us is we will offer individual signups for certain weeks of camp or certain retreats in the off season. And that's all on our website when we offer those things. So both are ways that we do it. Sometimes there's groups that bring youth because, you know, with the blob and all that fun stuff, they just yeah. love it. But we also get a lot of adults just coming for a time of refreshment and retreat and a time to bond together and grow closer to God too. So both of those things. And have fun and do the blog as an adult. Oh my gosh. Actually, we had a pastor from the Dominican Republic. He came and visited us. Uh, We're very good friends. And he came to a part where he was like, I need to bring all my staff, all the pastors I know, because pastors just need to have fun. They don't have enough fun. Let's get him out here and let's have a lot of fun. He did the blob. He did tubing. He did kayak. He did everything. He's like, we just need to get out here and have fun. So I would think the Dominican Republic is like super fun. There's so much to do, but he's like coming to Sebring. He's getting on the blob. He's like, this is it. I mean, it's like living it up when you're like soaring in the air. You're just like, yes. Yes. Okay. So where are y'all from? We're from Philadelphia originally. Really? I'm from Philadelphia. He's from all over. He's lived all over the place, but, uh, that's where our most recent time, that's where we met, got married, started our life and ministry together was in Philadelphia. And that's where we moved from. Yeah. Okay. So how did y'all get down to Sebring? That was kind of, uh, it's a long story, but to summarize it here, 
uh, on a podcast version. Yeah. It was a bit of, it was totally a God thing. We were not looking to move. We had just bought a house. We had just got really great positions at the companies that we were both working at and wanted to be there forever, moved closer to our family. Like if you could look at it on paper, this was, we, it, like we made it, like, this is it. Like, this is where we want to be. Yeah. And then isn't it funny as soon as we say how comfortable we are with our life, that that's when God's like, gives you a little nudge and is like, no, you're not like, you're going to do something else. Like you're going to get a little uncomfortable. And it was, I guess a bit of a, some Jonah moments for myself of I'm not going, like I'm not doing things. And we heard about this opportunity and I'm like, nah, like I'm good. Like I'm good where I am. I'm not going anywhere. And it was more of a praying for doors to close and God just kept flying doors open and making it very obviously evident that this is what we needed to do and step out in faith. And this was a calling he had for our family and we were going whether or not we had it in our plan. So I was praying for open doors. So I guess I prayed a little harder than Sarah did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, man. So you were praying for God to open a door for you. Is pretty well, we, we were talking about for, I would say about two years that we, we love doing um, ministry. Uh, we were, were both kind of entrepreneurs that we like seeing uh, growth in areas and adventure yeah. And so we want to do something together, whether it's, you know, start a side business, start a ministry. We didn't know what it was. And this kind of like fell on our laps. And so we were like, okay, God, if this is what you want us to do, continue to open the door, you know, financially, yeah. um, God provided and we get here and the craziest thing happened. COVID. So we purchased the camp and six weeks after we purchased the camp, COVID happened. Oh, I had no idea. Yes. So we're like, well, God, you open the doors. You're going to be faithful. We know we we trust in you. And he has been, you know, we have expectations. He always goes above every expectation that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. For part of it too, there was a lot of, for uncertainty of like, I I don't know if this was the right move. Like, should we have been here? Like, should we, like, did we really make the right choice in coming all the way down here? And then when COVID happened, it was like, all right, Lord, like if you want us here, you have to show us that you want us here because you did so much work to get us here. And now it looks like we can't even stay. So what (laughs) happens? Like, we're going to have to close our doors financially. We just purchased it. We can't keep it open. Like, how is this going to happen? And he sustained us in ways we can't even really verbalize. Like we don't even know how he financially let a camp Sparta sur- not only survive, like we never went in debt the whole time That's through amazing. gifts, through like different partnerships. People were just like, we just feel like camp Sparta needs to happen. And we don't know why, but we're going to help you out. And so that was almost like a confirmation of the Holy spirit of we are where we're supposed to be. We don't know why we're obviously out of control of this whole situation. Like a lot of people probably felt, but for us, it was like, okay, this isn't our camp. Like it's your camp, Lord. You have work that you want to do here. Just show us what you want to do because obviously we haven't made any of this happen. Right. Yeah. And we couldn't really rely on experience because we had about no experience in camping. (laughs) (laughs) 
not. We are not. <laughs> so, so, uh, but we did know that we serve a great God and uh, he had put life events and ministry in our paths. Uh, and he he had prepared us sufficiently. And then the rest of it, he says, just trust. Just yeah, trust. Just trust. I don't know. It's true. Um, this is kind of the way he provided also. There was there was like a little, like a couple Sundays after we moved here, after being a worship pastor for 10 years, I was like, okay, Sunday's here and I'm not really leading worship. I'm not ministering. And there was this gap of seven months where I was able to work at Grace Bible Church as a worship director interim. Oh my goodness. So, I think I saw you one weekend. I don't know if it was in person or maybe we watched it online. I think we watched it online. We're in Pensacola. Yeah. So yeah. So we so saw, God I think your first in, weekend. Yeah. <laughs> God provided in so many different areas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so it wasn't great. just like, oh, he didn't say, okay, here's just a hundred thousand dollars to, right. you know, right, right, right. He, I, I provided. No, it was, yeah. you know, a little thing here. He provided comfort for you know, me as I was going through identity crisis, like, yeah. is this what really am I doing? like what I need to be doing? He's like, yes, this is what you need to be doing. Blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. And it's so weird how God does that. You can't explain it a lot of times, but he does. And for the person listening, I know you want to know the secret of like how God communicated to all three of us and how he's gotten us to this moment. (laughs) I don't know if you do or not, but it's just, God does it and he does it for our good and for his glory. Mm -hmm. And so I just want to encourage whoever's listening. If you do feel like you're in a season of God, what is going on? And you're kind of raising your hands in a question like, are you testing me? Like what's going on? I just pray that you give it back to God, you know, in praise, in worship, really in worship and give it all back to God. Thank him. And because he will comfort you, blessed are those who mourn for they will be comforted. So yeah, I loved your worship. It was a very spiritual worship. I was like, Holy spirit, let's go. I remember (laughs) it. I remember it. That was good. You were allowing the Holy spirit to work. That was good. Um, so preparing for this conversation, I went to Camp Sparta in the 2000s, early 2000s, and I was like listening to worship music from the 90s and the 2000s. Yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman, you know that song, I'm diving in, I'm going deep. Like a theme song for everybody. I mean, seriously, I'm diving in, oh, you know, no, no. so um, I kind of like with these conversations when we have people on the podcast. It's like we dive in, in the very beginning and we just get to know the person. And then the whole time, you know, for the person listening, I know they're wanting to learn more and to dive deeper and to just be filled up with the Holy spirit. And that's my prayer too. And what's happening is like, we're diving deeper into the conversation and finding out what God is doing in your life, what he has done in your life. And then the encouragement and it's in the encouragement that the person feels enriched in their own lives to go out and do what they do for Jesus. And that's only God, you know, we're diving in, we're going deep. Like it's, I get messages from people that are like, man, the last 10 minutes of that podcast was so good. It's like, that was the Holy spirit. Like that was God because we surrender, you know, like all three of us here today, like we know that we are where we are because of Jesus, all that we've accomplished, God's done it for us. You know, one of the biggest things that I've been learning is 
what does it mean to surrender? And what does it mean to give up control? I think we all want control over something. And, but yet God calls us to lay down our life. And that's when we find it is when we lay it down. And what does that mean? What does that look like? I don't know what it looks like for everybody, but for me, it looked like letting go and realizing that I couldn't control everything and that God, if he wants to work, he's going to do it with or without me. Like, am I on board or am I not on board? Do I want to be a part of what God is doing or do I want to do it my own way? And, you know, one of the verses that has been really on my mind lately is in second Peter, uh, second Peter one, three, it says his divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. He's given us everything we need. And I think sometimes we try to add to it and we try to bring our own self. Well, here's my resume, God, this is why you should choose me. And yet he doesn't choose us because of our resume. He chooses us in spite of our resume and that he can do things if we are just willing to lay down ourselves and our desires for what he has, because he has given us everything we need. We don't need all this extra stuff. He doesn't need what Sarah can bring. He just needs to work through me. And will I get myself out of the way so that he can work through me? Yeah. That verse is confirming your calling. That verse confirms that he's equipped you. His divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life. Like Mm -hmm. there's contentment in that. That's so good. But it's so, and this is where I struggle because it's like that word, everything means everything. It doesn't mean some things. I'm like, wow, everything, everything, parenting, relationships, what we eat, what we do, where we go, like he has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and goodness. And he is good. So tell us a little bit, Jason, do you have anything like to share with us? So I was um, looking at the book of Philippians and, you know, we look at the book of Philippians and we, the first, the word that comes or should come to our mind is joy, right? And uh, if you know a little bit about Philippians, you also know that Paul is in prison writing this. Right. And so you're like, okay, how does joy, the word joy come out of Paul writing in prison? Mm-hmm. And then he talks about Jesus. And in, in chapter two, he talks about Jesus and, and how we need to be more like Jesus and specifically in his humility that being God himself came down and he was amongst us and he wasn't just amongst us, but he gave his life for us. I mean, this kind of humility doesn't make sense. Right. I mean, you get to a place, especially in leadership Mm -hmm. that you think you have just a little bit figured out. And then you see somebody that's not a leader or somebody who's just walking around and you're like all puffed up and like, Oh, look, look at me. And God's saying, Whoa, Whoa. (laughs) Right. I sent my son for you died for you, Mm -hmm. you know, Hey, quit being so proud. And so here's, here is, uh, Paul. And 
he's talking about all the things about Jesus and being Christ-like, being an imitator of Christ. And he says in chapter 3, verse, verse 13, he says, But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on towards the goal for the prize of upward call of God in Jesus Christ. And if you are anything like me, I I love a great goal. I love obtaining goals. And sometimes what keeps us behind is what we have behind, our past. Uh, Sometimes even successes is what keeps us not going towards our goal because we're all like, look what I did, you know. Or back in the old days, you know, some people say, and it's it's a combination of, okay, look at what God has done and look at, you know, what he's done through you, but let's press on. Let's, let's see what God has in the future for us and the goals. And basically our main goal is to glorify him. Amen. And so I it's love so how it says it's the, you know, it's an upward goal. It's, it's, you know, it's not an earthly goal here. Everything that you do for the kingdom lasts. So that's the question that I have for our listeners. What are you doing that is not of the kingdom that you're just putting way too much time towards? Mm-hmm. Because only what we do for him and for the kingdom is what lasts. Yeah, it's so funny that you say that. And Sarah, you were kind of talking about it earlier with your story about like leaving y'all leaving your jobs, your comfortable jobs and doing this ministry at Camp Sparta. And before starting this podcast, it was two years ago, January, 2020 is when it started. And I was just tired of being comfortable. I'm like, man, I love Jesus. And I go to church on Sunday and I'm in a small group and it's really great. And I feel like I'm preaching to the choir, you know, like I'm talking to my small group, which is great. I mean, that's totally life-giving, but I wasn't giving any of that away. I wasn't discipling anyone. And I read in a book by Mark Batterson, it's called Do It For A Day. And I've talked about it a ton on this podcast, but he's just really goal-driven, like what you were talking about. And he writes in his book and actually shared this with Ansley. She's the one who recommended you all for the podcast, Ansley Woods. Thank you. Um, But the quote is, discipleship is growing fruit on someone else's tree. And once we start being others focused and start pressing on towards the prize, which is to make Jesus known and famous and get other people to Jesus so that they go to heaven with us. Once we start living a kingdom focused life, it's so crazy how much purpose we get in our positions. Like I can't imagine the good news that has come out of Camp Sparta since you guys have been there. I mean, I bet you guys could share some awesome stories about how God has been faithful. I mean, you already have, but is there just anything else that you wanted to share with those scriptures? I know those are the scriptures that are helping you all in this season, but is there anything else you want to share with that? In the position that we're in, you know, like Jason said, our mission is to create an environment where people can meet with God. And I think sometimes to do that, we need to get out of the way and let the Holy Spirit do what he does best and not try to make things happen. And I think prayer is a big part of that and praying for the groups and the people who come here that 
God will work in their lives in ways that they didn't expect and maybe they didn't see coming and yeah. that we can just continue to be faithful and do the little things well and continue to do what he has for us here while we're here. I remember um, a couple of weeks ago, we had the privilege of having a little marriage conference for a weekend. No and way. Yeah. Who it was hosted that? Did y'all host it? No, but a good friend of mine and their ministry did, but oh it was gosh. just amazing. Yeah. And so we had a 50 couples here and you could remember, if you remember uh, how we're kind of on a hill, well, there's not a lot of hills in Florida, but we're kind of up high, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, and it, it kind of looks towards the lake and we have one of the most beautiful sunsets here. Oh yeah. And I remember having these 50 couples and they did like a little picnic. They all sat on the grass and did like a little picnic. And I don't, it was one of the most beautiful sunsets, a beautiful weather. Everything was beautiful. And I say, wow, Lord, this view is amazing. And I wasn't even talking about the sunset. It was couples and just, you know, reuniting, refocusing their marriage and that God would choose us to create a place for them to do that it was just amazing. Yeah. And I love that you guys had a marriage conference. Um, Yes. Like keep doing that. That's amazing. Like keep getting married couples together to go have a retreat. That's amazing <laughs> for the Lord to reconnect. And you all have four children, correct? Yes. Oh my goodness. So they're just living <laughs> it up. I bet they're they go on the blob. Do they, they love the blob? Yes, they go on the blog, they do everything, they love the people, they're like, when are campers coming? Tell them what Zeke said the other day. My my uh, little one, who's almost three, he woke up from his nap and the campers had left and he goes, why do the campers always leave me? <laughs> <laughs> and I said, don't worry, more are coming tomorrow. <laughs> but he just gets so excited when he sees the people come. <laughs> so cool. Well, and there there's opportunities to donate to you guys on your website campsparta.org and then camp information yeah. is on your website too. And you can see a video of their grounds. So if you're a, a business and you're wanting to take a retreat, I mean, I guess you don't have to be in Florida to come. You can come from yeah. another state. <laughs> come sure, on down. You know? <laughs> Something special about our kids when, when yeah. COVID happened, yeah. they didn't even know code. They thought it was like, they thought summer came early because they had exactly. 35 acres to just like run around and, you know, have fun. So that was one of the blessings during COVID is that we did have this 35 acre campus all to ourselves for a while. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Social distancing is not an issue at Campus Park. <laughs> In fact, it's highly recommended parents. They are highly recommended. It's all social distancing. They continue it the entire <laughs> summer. Your kids will be saved. It's a good, good camp. So is there anything else you guys want to share? Just thank you for reaching out and doing what you're doing and helping people get encouraged just by listening to, you know, the ministry of others and people's. And I think sometimes we learn through stories and we mm -hmm. learn through how God works in other people. Sometimes it's hard to realize that, you know, God is working and then you step back and you sit and you listen and you reflect and you're like, oh yeah, like that was God. That was God right there. That was God. Mm -hmm. And hearing other people's stories can, can help you do that too. So thanks for what you're doing in your ministry. Yeah. Thank you so much. And you know, there's times where we read the Bible and we see these stories in the old Testament that when we see stories in the new Testament and somehow we think that those stories 
are quote unquote better than what God is doing today. Mm-hmm. And I think the encouraging thing is to keep on listening to God's stories. And ours is God's stories, just like he was faithful to his people in the Old Testament. He was faithful to us here at Camp Sparta. And just as he's cared about the Israelites in the Old Testament and his disciples in the New Testament, he cares about us. And just to know that people like you are letting other people tell their God stories is just an amazing platform. So thank you so much. Oh yeah, my pleasure. And thank you for sharing what God's doing in y'all's life. There is one more scripture I wanted to share before we run, but you just talked about being goal oriented and there's this scripture in Habakkuk and I'm still learning about what it means because I love to do vision boards. It's just so powerful for the person who likes to set goals, kind of like what Jason was talking about earlier. But in Habakkuk chapter two, verses two through three, it says, then the Lord answered me and said, write down this special dream on stone so that one may read it in a hurry for it is not yet time for it to come true. The time is coming in a hurry and it will come true. If you think it is slow in coming, wait for it for it will happen for sure. And it will not wait. And so I just wanted to encourage the person listening to write down your dream or write down your goal and, you know, look at it every now and then. And just like how God was coming to Habakkuk when he had a a desire on his heart, the Lord will answer your desire. It's all for his glory and all for his purposes and just wait for it. Like it'll happen. Just wait. So thank you y'all for your time. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest.